Blog Talk Radio.
better love. You are listening to the Truth to Power show. I am Beverly D. And we have Eddie Rodriguez. And we are celebrating the Hispanic Heritage Month. And we're spotlighting Cuban music and their artists. Well, greetings, Eddie Rodriguez. Thanks for joining us and bringing this music with you. Well, thank you very much for inviting me again to celebrate Hispanic Heritage Month uh, with you, my dear Beverly, better love. And uh, tonight we have some some music from pre-1959 Cuba. Um, We're looking at, uh, what I was looking at was artists that had, uh, you know, were creating dance music back then that became known, you know, um, evolved into music in the 60s and 70s in New York City that was branded with the name Salsa, S-A-L-S-A. And so the tropical salsa music today that was started, the foundation of that genre, is some of the music you're going to hear from Cuba tonight that was recorded before the revolution in 1959. And for the last uh, 63 years, since 1960 until today, you know, uh, the the music that was recorded in Cuba has not been uh, exploited or, or promoted in the United States. The entire world listens to the commercial pop music, uh, from Cuba, uh, called uh, the beat is called timba, and there's a dance to it. It's, it's called Cuban salsa, um, and it's all over the world. They 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 dance to this new beat that's been created. Like I said, the tropical dance community, uh, salsa in particular, um, and I has embraced this. Uh, the music that we're uh, we're going to hear tonight, and uh, you can only get programming like this. It's uh, on on Block Talk Radio on on Truth to Power with Beverly D on Thursdays, nine to eleven p.m. Eastern. So uh, I hope uh, people call in with their comments and and let us know uh, what you think about the U.S. embargo on Cuban music for the last sixty-three years. Um, mm-hmm. And um, enjoy the music and uh, for the Hispanic community out there. Uh, um, happy Hispanic Heritage Month. Yes. And the number to call in is 323 It's 323-642-1586. And push the number one, and I'll see your hand raised. So, who was uh, the some of the people that we just listened to? Who was the artist? Oh wow, the one artist was uh, Bebo Valdez from the ba- Valdez uh, family of Cuba. His son Chucho Valdez. I think you saw him at the uh, Detroit Jazz Festival uh, mm-hmm. this year. Chucho Valdez, and, and that was his father. The first tune was uh, a tune called uh, um, Mississippi Mambo, and that was Bebo Valdez, Bebo, B-E-B-O, 
uh, be like a boy, E-B-O, Valdez, V like in Victor, A, Adam, L, Larry, D, D, Deer, uh, E, Eddie, uh, S, Sam, Valdez. And you can find this music on YouTube. Uh, YouTube has been providing, uh, you know, the content on this program. Uh, truth, uh, truth to power, you know, since, uh, since we, we've been doing Latin music. You know, tonight, well, the spotlight is on Cuba. Cuban musicians, uh, and the second one I opened up with uh, was uh, a tune by uh, Noro Morales. Uh, Noro Morales, once again, a Cuban that made it to New York and, you know, carried on and started creating, you know, great music. Uh, Both of those gentlemen were pianists. Both of them were composers, and, uh, you know, that music, uh, to me, some of it, it seems timeless. Uh, you know, that they do. these recordings were, were, were produced in, in the 50s, but you listen to them today, and you could dance to them, you know. If you could feel them. You could feel the beat, you know. Uh, you know, it's upbeat, you know. That's what I try to look for when I'm curating this you know, the show for Thursday mm-hmm. night, you know, dance books of them. And obviously, you know, Latin jazz, which I love, Latin jazz. Latin jazz, uh, you know, at one point tonight, we're going to hear more with Santa Maria. And we're going to hear two called Cuban Fantasy uh, by Machito. That uh, once again, that was that big band era in New York, you know, big band. That was all big bands for swing. It was for dancing. You know, um, and bebop and bebop to swing. These be big bands, Duke Ellington. You know, uh, you know, so many others. Um, Cab Calloway. Uh, you know, this is a, uh, a time in New York City where there was a influence of, of, of black musicians uh, with you know big band swing music. That uh, Latinos have adopted to 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 be able to create that sound for dancing, what they called back then mambo, or cha cha, and uh, you know these. So you know we we have those artists like uh, Nora Morales and and Bebo Valdez, uh, you know, maybe rest in peace, um, who have left us with some great music, great Cuban artists, great Cuban music for a great Hispanic Heritage Month right here on Blog Talk Radio, Truth to Power. All right, let's get back to some great music here.
Con la punta del pie, con la punta del pie, bailalo rico María, con la punta del pie. 
We're celebrating uh, Hispanic Heritage Month, and we're spotlighting Cuban music with Eddie Rodriguez. Who are we listening to, Eddie? Okay. Uh, See if I got Eddie turned up here. Okay, well, we're celebrating the uh, Hispanic Heritage Month here, and we're listening to some Cuban music. We've got the spotlight on that. Can you hear me, Eddie Rodriguez? And Eddie is bringing 
on this good I music loud to clear now. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, yes. Yeah, so, so once again, you know, we're 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 listening to music uh, that was uh, pre Fidel Castro regime uh, that. Um, was the cornerstone uh, of creating a sound that, and a dance form called salsa, that is is a global uh, music uh, industry in terms of live performances and touring and nightclubs and uh, you know, dance studios and in uh, movies. Uh, so, you know, we hear this tropical dance music uh, today, with, you know, we know it as salsa, but, you know, the music we're listening to tonight uh, that was uh, created by artists uh, in Cuba, in and, in and out of uh, Cuba, some of the music that we heard uh, was recorded in New York, Cuban artists. And uh, New York is, uh, you know, a hub for, for, for Latinos, don't forget, you know, besides uh, uh, Chinatown and New York, you know, they also had uh, Spanish Harlem and Harlem, which was African-American uh, community. And uh, so there was a lot of Latin people in one spot in, in, in New York City, uh, you know, starting in the in the 30s and 40s, but uh, in the 20s, actually. Uh, but definitely in the 50s, there was a program by the U.S. government called Operation Bootstrap. And Operation Bootstrap, was, what was happening in Puerto Rico was a lack of jobs that uh, were, you know, the, the, you know, multinationals weren't there yet. Right now, you know, when they opened up uh, Puerto Rico for corporate America, the first one there was uh, the pharmaceutical companies, and uh, they were... Not surprising. Oh, <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. So, uh, they they left, a lot of these companies left, and they left behind, behind a lot of toxic waste, uh, mm-hmm. and, you know, and the rivers, and, you know, this, those lakes that, you know, go in the rivers and the streams, they go into the ocean, and uh, I come from a fishing town, and um, there's no fish in the town anymore. Uh, you know the pollution of the of the coast uh, has created you know something that was happening for millions of years. You know, fish spawning spawning in that area, um, you know, to create uh, you know what we we have a, a healthy marine life, so to speak, but not anymore. Uh, you know, the water is uh, it's a toxic waste uh, which was carried and went right into the ocean and uh, you know, created that situation where there's no more fish. You have to go way out. You have to go miles out off the coast to to be able to, uh, to fish and, and be able to have a great a catch, so to speak. But uh, so once again, you know, an entire industry was created out of that sound that we're listening to tonight. Uh, and um, I'm just so happy to be with you. Thanks again. This is our third. Well, do, I, I, did, 
Do you think that um, the embargo will be lifted up at least for the the artists to have their music over in the United States? Because from my understanding um, with the UN, everybody uh, wants the, bar- the embargo to be lifted except for the U.S. and Israel. Exactly. So we, we have a dilemma. You know, we call it uh, the Cuban music crisis. Uh, you know, the U.S. embargo against Cuba you know, started in the 60s, John F. Kennedy, you know, the Cuban Missile Crisis. And, uh, you know, what's funny is that uh, Cuba went to, at first, when that, when Castro first, uh, for, you know, the, the person that was governing Cuba at the time, you know, was corrupt. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. But there was money flowing into Cuba, you know, from their rums exports and from their cigar exports and sugar cane exports. And so the, you know, gambling was Still today, obviously, you have gambling in all these Caribbean countries and even in China, or Macau, and you know. So the U.S. is, you know, the lotto is the biggest um, legal gambling that you could, you know, think of. But uh, Cuba had a lot of uh, casinos, and it was a, it was a jet set uh, type of uh, hangout, you know. Ernest Hemingway, um, you know, spent a lot of time in Cuba. Um, And so, you know, Cuba, it's a beautiful country. There's no doubt about it. A beautiful country with a terrible government. Do I think it's going to be over anytime soon? I don't think so. Uh, Mm -hmm. As as we see that generation of Cuban, Cuban born. citizens now of the United States that left Cuba in the 60s. Um, and then, you know, we had that, another wave. The ones that left in the 60s was the ones that had the means to be able to get out. Uh, some of them came by, you know, these uh, rafts, so to speak, hitting that straight between Cuba and, and Florida, you know, which is 90 miles. And, you know, this is uh, the, the desire for people to, to leave a corrupt, you know, government um, run by a dictator. And so, you know, but in the 80s, something interesting happened. You know, Fidel Castro um, opened the doors to jail houses and the mental institutions and said, hey, anybody that wants to go to, to the United States, you can go. And so mm-hmm. we got the worst. The first wave was the best, and the second wave was was the worst. The um, criminals. So, the criminals, exactly. And so, mm. you know, what do we have today? We still, we have a great salsa sound, we call it Cuban salsa, coming out of, of, of Cuba that that the entire world consumes that music, except the United States. And mm-hmm. so it's kind of, and Israel probably, 
I don't know about Israel, but I know about the U.S. And those yeah. artists, there is no embassy in Cuba. There is not a, you know, any relationship for people to go get visas. They do have a, a um, one office, uh, but it's not a consulate. It's not an ambassador. It's in a, you know, don't forget there's a dictatorship there, but they have an office of U.S. interest. And there's where you go to get the visas to get it to the United States. So that mm-hmm. office doesn't operate, you know, uh, and, uh, you know, there's been protests, you know, around those offices. But now there's, all, there's protests in Cuba now. People are protesting against the government, but they're suppressed, you know, the police are, you know, are the army. And then they have their regular army. Um, and, and they're the ones that have the weapons. So the people are not allowed. There's no weapons, uh, you know, like you have here in Puerto Rico, oh. and Dominican Republic. Uh, no, 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 not in Cuba. You don't have that kind of a influx of, of weapons. Obviously, if there were a lot of weapons, then it'd be easier to go against the government. But uh, the population, mm-hmm. no, they don't. They don't have uh, they don't have weapons like that. But once again, you know, with music and it's spiritual, you know, this is timeless. This music, you could dance to it back then, and you could still dance to it today, if that's what you Correct. love of today. Yeah. And if you feel it, uh, so you know, we're upbeat. We're trying to celebrate a, a Hispanic heritage, but not thinking of the misery in Cuba today. And the uh, oppression, uh, you know, the the poverty. You know, people have they ration the food, and sometimes there is no sugar. Not, there is no, uh, you know, there's staples that 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 you're not able to to get. You know, in in, in the supermarket or in, in Cuba, so medicines, obviously. But today, you know, we'll think of the wonderful, the, the spiritual, these God, these artists with God-given talent, you know, to be able to have music for us here, in, you know, today, in the 21st century, to uh, <clears throat> to enjoy. And so, thank you once yeah. again, Beverly, for for allowing uh, me to join you to um, honor some of these great artists who have passed. And um, bring music uh, new to the people that have never heard it before. So, uh, thank you so much for for inviting me once again to Truth to Power. And thank you for sharing this great music with us. We're gonna get to Watermelon Man.
salsa music, once again, the foundation, the cornerstone of salsa music was these, some of the rhythms that we're listening to tonight. And, uh, you know, it's just amazing, you know, that, you know, we have such great musicians and great artists from Cuba back then, uh, you know, that we know about now, the Southern Cruises, the Israel Cachao Lopez, the Mongo Santa Maria's uh, of the, you know, tropical Latin music history. Uh, we can enjoy that music today, you know, to, uh, you know, just by going to YouTube and, and, and knowing what, you know, what the name of the artist is or the title of a, of a particular song. And uh, this is uh, progress uh, today that we're making to enrich uh, the, the minds and the culture of, of Latin Latinos all over the world. So only on Blog Talk Radio, Truth to Power with Beverly D. And uh, so we listen to a lot of, to, we just listened to Mongo Santa Maria um, uh, at the beginning of the set, which we can we can say with with uh, with confidence that you know that was the beginnings of a global movement that we now call the Latin jazz music industry. And so, you know, this is a, a great time to reflect and, and, and look at this music. We'll be, next week, we'll be getting into more modern, popular music from the 70s and the 80s and the 90s of Cuban artists um, that, uh, you know, we will be celebrating and honoring them Blog Talk Radio, Truth to Power, during Hispanic Heritage Month, February, I'm now, sorry, uh, September 15th through October 15th, every year. Okay. All right. Okay. And so uh, that's what I was just getting ready to ask you, what was the uh, time period. But this is a prime example of music never gets old. <laughs> It just lives <laughs> on and on. It gets. It seems like it just. It it is it, no time. I mean, it's it, it sounded good back then, and it sounds good right now. And you know that music has not been remastered. That was uh, recorded on analog, uh, you know, on tape. You know, it's not. It wasn't recorded digitally. It was transferred, you know, to uh, from. Uh, from um, audio, I mean, from just the what we have been, you know, listening to uh, for years, you know, which is uh, music that has been um, created in, in one format and then transferred to another. You know, we're listening to this music digitally today, but you know, it's. Uh, it was not recorded digitally. So, you know, the quality of the music we hear now, you can hear that that music is, you know, there's something missing. It hasn't been remastered. And so, you know, the analog aspect for listening to this music on a, on an album, on vinyl, is really a, another, it's a different experience than what we're hearing it, listening to tonight. It sounds fuller. You have good speakers mm-hmm. and you got a good table. 
uh, than, than what we're, we're, we're listening to tonight's sound. Uh, the digital sound is a thin, thinner sound, so to speak, to the ear. Um, and uh, the analog sound was a fuller, a fuller, uh, more, more uh, colorful uh, sound coming from the speaker. So, but, you know, that music could be Now, the music. Go ahead. Go ahead, Eddie. Yeah, that music could be remastered, you know, and it could be done, you know, today. So it could be uh, the the quality of the sound would be like any other uh, recording that you would listen to today. It wouldn't sound like like the sound we've been listening to tonight. So when you compare the sound from back then to the sound now, what, what do you see the difference in? Well, I see the difference in that, you know, today we, we deal with computers um, to to create the, the sounds that we want. Uh, we could, yeah, we can make them richer in, in some ways when you're doing the mixing process. Uh, you can make the, a certain note sound brighter, you know, you could it makes some notes seem a little darker, you know. But once again, mm-hmm. it's all about the musical scale, you know. Dore mi fa solatido, you know, that doesn't change. And so, you know, depending on what uh, what key uh, the, the 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 song is arranged, um, then uh, the instruments, uh, you know, sound a different. Uh, uh, you know, have the the sound is delivered differently you know mm-hmm. these cats a lot of them they were you know you would hear a lot of drumming and these and some of these songs yeah. you know they didn't they didn't have, there was no musical notes that they were reading uh for the for the drums you know obviously the piano bass and and all the horns and there is notes that you know for um for percussion instruments but uh, for the drums so to speak but you know a lot of these um, drummers that were they came from the um, from the rumba, uh, you know, sound, you know, movement in, in, in Cuba, and a lot of a lot of that rumba sound was very done for in spiritual and uh, ceremonies. You know, uh, there were uh, religions that were that were you know have lasted. You know, Centuries and centuries that were brought to Cuba, you know, with the slaves from Africa, so mm-hmm. from different tribes, and uh, you know, they worshipped the ocean and they worshipped the, the trees and nature and wind and rivers, and you know, that was their that was their life lifeline, you know, they, so. When the Christians came, you know, they had to mask their religion behind uh, mostly the Catholic Church. You know, certain saints uh, that were named in the Catholic Church, well, you know, they also were uh, given the the identity of these, um, what they called Orishas. um, Right. These saints that are worshipped, you know, in, in these tribes in Africa, like what, the, what the, I mentioned, you know, the, the goddess of the ocean, the, the mm-hmm. king of the... Uh, now, they might have had... 
they might have had stopped the magicians and the people from coming over here, but a lot of Americans practice that Oshun. Uh, a lot of them practice that religion. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know, because, you know, there's a, you know, when when you go to some of these ceremonies, I've been to them, you know, the drumming, I'm telling you, the drumming and the chanting and the drumming and the chanting, you know, are, are, are um, you know, very interesting, you know, when when you you have the, the, the you know, the people that are disciples of, of these, of the, the religion. You know, and they and you know, when they start dancing and they start talking and they, you know, it's uh, it's quite quite interesting how how mm-hmm. you see something you you know you you wonder and you say hey you know there is a there's something that's invisible out there that we don't yes, know about yeah uh, and you can see it on them you, you, yeah yeah you can see it. Mm-hmm. That's still so, too. Yeah, yeah, so you know, still today, still today, the Cubans is that we're going to be hearing some some modern stuff that you're going to hear that once again they're going to talk in um, uh, Swahili or whatever whatever language it is that they're talking in, uh, but it's an African dialect, obviously, and uh, you know, but uh, but it's a Cuban, it's a modern Cuban dance, you know, Cuban salsa music, so. We'll we'll listen to some of that next week, but uh, tonight we have uh, we have some more uh, we got some Celia Cruz. We heard Benny More, that vocalist Benny More, great great vocalist. We heard tonight, Blam 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 by Chano Poso, who was the first drummer, a con- conga drummer, for the Dizzy Gillespie band, uh, and you know once again the birth of Latin jazz. Uh, it took an African American and a Cuban um, to uh, to create a sound that has lasted, you know, um, to today, and will, can, continues to evolve. Um, it gets better and better. Um, you know, God-given talent doesn't doesn't stop. So, uh, uh-huh. really happy to be with you tonight and bring you some of this music. Um, once again, this is. An experience from a Puerto Rican I grew up in the South Bronx and uh, um, has been able to travel to different countries. I've been involved with the as a professional in the Latin music industry since 1985. So, uh, once again, happy to share some of this music. Um, you know, this is a public service program on scripted live and. Um, <laughs> What and you are love. in Puerto Rico, and you oh, coming I mean, from live from Puerto Rico. No, no, not today. I'm coming live from New Jersey. I'm 15 minutes from oh, George Washington Bridge. Oh, you're back Washington in the Bridge. States. Okay, yeah, okay. Thank you for right. this show, yes. Okay, all right. Well, yeah, we got to get back, back into the... Uh, okay. Okay. All right, we're going to listen to some more music here. All right. Francisco, why are you? 
ay qué bueno está Francisco Guayabal
This is Hispanic Heritage Month, and we're doing a Latin series, Spotlighting Cuban Music with Eddie Rodriguez. Thank you, Eddie, for bringing this music to us. Well, Beverly, the question is, did you feel it? Yes, I did. I always feel it. It's good. Good, good. You know, this is, I think that's the most important thing that, um, you know, someone like yourself that is being exposed to this music for the first time can, uh, who, a person who, like you, that appreciates music can, uh, can look at uh, these artists that, that, with God-given talent, you know, we just heard Celia Cruz singing, you know, the queen of Latin music. Uh, Celia Cruz, may she rest in peace. There's going to be a a coin minted, a quarter coin minted uh, in 2024 with uh, the image of a Cuban artist, um, Celia Cruz, <laughs> the first Afro-Latina ever to be honored okay. with uh, her image uh, on a on a U on US currency. So, you know, that's something to look forward to and uh, celebrate next yeah. year when that happens. But uh, today we're celebrating all of the artists, uh, like whom we just heard uh Mississippi Mambo by uh the, the late great Bebo Valdez, uh great composer, pianist, uh orchestra leader, uh, you know, when the revolution started he he left Cuba and uh, he moved to Europe, uh, to Sweden, and he made his life in Sweden, uh, got married and, um, you know, lived the rest of his life there and was touring there. I was able to record uh, Bebo Valdez and his son Trucho uh, Valdez uh, in a recording called Cuba Jazz on the Tropi Jazz label. I pr- produced that recording looking at Cuban artists that were in in the states and uh, made up uh, an ensemble of all cuban artists and musicians and uh i was uh, blessed and honored to work with bebo valdez uh, that was the first time on that recording that uh tropi jazz on the tropi jazz label called uh cuba jazz 90 miles to cuba with uh, paquito de rivera uh, was uh, something that I wanted to do to uh, to begin to recognize some of the artists that were here in, in the U.S. And, and the ones that were passing through the states uh, on, on a um, concert tour and um, take advantage of that time to go into the studio and record that album. So uh, Bebo Valdez was a fine man, and uh, he rests in peace. But... Uh, I want to wrap up the show by saying thank you, Beverly, for allowing me to join you on your show. And um, we're going to come back next week uh, celebrating Hispanic Heritage Month with the music by Cuban artists um, uh, known to many and not known to many more. So I hope tonight... Uh, we were able to enlighten, to entertain, and uh, create awareness of this great music that we call Latin music, salsa, tropical salsa, now it's Cuban salsa, timba, um, that uh, has been popularized all over the world, thanks to the, the God-gifted talent from Cuba that was able to uh, 
organically. You're talking about before this communist regime uh, happened in Cuba. This is the music that was being created organically from from the from the streets of Cuba and from the tradition. So you know we're going to hear more more music next week from Cuba. And I hope uh, your audience uh, joins us again next week on Thursday, 9 to 11 p.m. on Blog Talk and Radio. I, yes. And, Eddie, um, you've been in the music business for a while, and, and you're still in the music business. So how can uh, people get in touch with you if they want to connect with you? Well, you know, my social media is linked in. And um, you go to LinkedIn and you search for Eddie, E-D-I-E, Rodriguez, Latin Works Music. Uh, on Facebook and Instagram and uh, Twitter, there's a lot of Eddie Rodriguez's. So. Uh, but um, I think that the best way to reach me is via LinkedIn or via email. Uh, my personal email address is Eddie. E-D-D-I-E, Rod, R-O-D, I can David, 213 at gmail.com. All right. Well, thank you again, Eddie Rodriguez, for bringing this great music, and I look forward to doing this again next Thursday. We're going to be in Cuba uh, again. So thank you again, uh, Eddie Rodriguez, and better, better love. Better luck to you, Beverly, and thank you, and uh, have a wonderful evening, and um, we'll we'll be together again next week. Better love. All right. Better love. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Join us again next week.
What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.